The following podcast is brought to you by a site called Fred.com. Enjoy. Bagged and boarded. 53. Jesse, watch lots of movies, get mad ladies, smoke mad doobies, bag and boarded, it's a way in life, tell your friends, tell your moms, tell your hoe, tell your wife, coming at you on a weekly basis, kicking up pod for your sexy faces, who's the two free geeks you want to bone, in the secret podcast bunker all alone, on the internet we be the top crooks, we got issues and we owe me funny books, homie Jimmy Moore and the dinos are chilling, me and JR, we got the top villains, sit down, relax, and yo, and take a seat, get ready for the top podcast, you all agree, others spit loud, but I can spit faster, I'm Matt Cohen, I'm the Geek Master. I got everything you could possibly want in it. An hour of us and a Brento minute. I'm a little laid back and he's making a maniacal. Could we just talking shit? Who said the show was viable? Walking in the door, smoking that Jimmy Moore. You're listening from Alabama all the way to Singapore. We're just two weeks and that's the topic of discussion. Headings on the slopes on the green on nothing. Quick stop at night to the storming like a typhoon. It's not right, it's wrong. It's taking lots of bonkers. We're teaching every show, everyone celebrates. Cause we got comics, movies, and a little penetration. I regret every episode as soon as it's recorded. Cause I'm down to earth and matters out of orbit. We're not Quite right, our thoughts are distorted. So now we present to you another bag and board. Bagged and boarded, 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 bagged and boarded. Bagged and boarded. Yeah. Yo, 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 yo. I am Matt Cohen. I'm Jesse Rivers. Welcome to Bagged and Boarded. Jesse. Yes. There's a fucking volcano thing going on. There's a volcano thing going on, yeah. You, you don't know about this? Yeah. Hold on a second, sir. You don't know about you know about the volcano. Why don't you, in case people in case people aren't aware? Excuse me, I had to, I had to kick something off. Uh, why don't why don't you you let the folks at home know what the deal is? I'm not. Are you torturing children? No, you heard that. Yeah, what was that? Like a car outside. It was one of those. Okay, you know when you hear when a, a car's tires squeal and shit. And you wait for the crash. Yeah, I never have gotten a crash of you. <laughs> Yeah, I've gotten a crash a couple of times. Really? Did you yeah. get excited? Honest to God. Not, not really. Were you kind of like? I, I worked at a I worked at a rental truck place in California though. Every time, well, not every time, but about once a month, somebody would pull out and pull out in front of somebody really? and hear a tire squeal and hear a crash. I mean, look, it's a horrific thing, and I would wish it on no one. But I've only seen one accident in real life, and it's kind of cool in the moment. Do you agree? It's crazy. Like all, I, all of a sudden, real life gets interrupted, and, and you're in like some kind of fucking whacked out action movie where cars are crashing in, into each other and shit. It's still real life. I've been in a crash for them, before. I've been in a, I've been in a crash. I was in it. Or for me, if I didn't. Was I ever in a moving collision? No, I wasn't. You have been. I have been on the way to school my senior year. Somebody pulled out in front of me. Was it scary? What'd you do? I thought I was dead. Uh, what do you mean you thought you were dead? After the fact? You well, were... I, well, I crashed, and then I fell over the seat. And when I when I opened my eyes, it was smoke from the airbag. So I thought it was like me going through clouds and shit. You think when you're dead, you're going to go through clouds and shit? I don't know. It's just the first thing that came to my mind. I didn't know where the smoke was coming from. Wow, man. Never, never get trapped in a fire situation. Cause you'll be like, or a volcano situation. I'ma see Grandma back. and Grandpa. Let me go further into the light. <laughs> As your skin <laughs> gets fucking like charred off. Okay, so this volcano, 
volcano in Iceland, right? Is it Iceland or Sweden? See, I'm already. I'm not sure what country it's from, but it's it's killing Europe. All the flights were grounded and shit. Yeah, exactly. A volcano erupted in, uh, I believe, Sweden. And what happened is it spewed out all the ash, and the ash has stayed in the sky over Europe, northern Europe especially. And they've they've grounded all flights. Like, my cousin and his girlfriend went to Paris a week ago. They were supposed and to, stayed longer they were supposed than they come, thought they were supposed to come home yesterday. So instead of going back to his job in fucking Astoria, Queens or whatever, my cousin's chilling on a beach in Normandy. <laughs> And I, I think the airport... I'm sorry, it's not funny, but it is. That's awesome. Oh, wow. I, didn't, I didn't even think about that. Wow. Normandy. I don't even think he said that ironically. He sent me an email. He was like, hey, man, trip's going good. I'm just laying out on a beach in Normandy right now, enjoying the sun. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he knew what he was saying. I mean, he, I think he really is laying on a beach in Normandy, though. He may be, but I'm sure he gets the irony I don't of think it. it fucking... I don't know. You don't know my cousin. Uh, I don't think it's fucking Omaha. Be- That's kind of funny, actually. I didn't even think about that till right now, dude. <laughs> yeah, a uh, friend of mine, Chris, that I've talked about before, his his wife's brother is in the military, and he's supposed to come home on leave, but he got stuck in Kuwait for a few days. He actually just made it today. Are they going to extend the leave or whatever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right on. Here's here's what why I brought that up, though, which 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 I, I, I brings up a topic I'd like to discuss a little bit. So you live in Alabama now. Yeah. You've lived in Los Angeles. And don't say yeah. that. Don't say that's so sad because the fucking mayor, <laughs> the governor of Alabama, might be listening, and he he, 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 he might have been like, um, "I want to give Jesse the key to the state." And the way, and then all of a sudden he heard that kind of fucking yeah. He's like, "Oh, I'm giving the key to somebody else now." I don't need the key. That's what the key about. That's what the mayor, the governor of Alabama sent. Who is the governor of Alabama? It's, uh, his name is Bob Riley. Is it still Bob Riley? Well, let I me, think it's let still. Let me ask you this. Did he ever uh, take down a fucking alligator? You're going to get me fucked up. I'm going to have to find that out right did now he ever, before we get off the goddamn. Did, did he ever take down an alligator barehanded? I doubt it. No, well, our governor did in a little film called The Racer, so I think we win. And then he said, <laughs> and then he said your luggage. All right? If that's not the cornerstone of, of a politician, what? You don't remember that line? Yeah, I do, but you just made me think. I just watched 2012, and they had the worst actor impersonating uh, Schwarzenegger on, on television. Did you like 2012? 20- you, you you, did you like- I did not. I love 2012, Edge and whatever he's in. but Here's why I didn't like 2012, and I'll just break it down because I think a lot of people have seen it. 2012 is entirely, the entire film is just a series of planes narrowly escaping from shit it's three of those yeah that's what the movie is it's like oh no we're in a plane we're not gonna make it we made it 10 minutes later it's like oh no we're in a plane we're not gonna make it we made it you know what i mean and it and it just it just starts so quick there's no build up to it it's like it's gonna happen on this day oh no it's happening sooner it's happening right now also, and then the, the, it just starts shaking i just find it funny that the reality of um disaster films is more heightened than superhero fucking movies spider-man is more believable than 2012 in in what sense okay yes an asteroid can hit and all that shit could happen but john cusack wouldn't be able to like dip around the country while it's happening and keep narrowly missing oh uh, yeah i agree Fire, yeah. The, the suspension of disbelief in those kind of movies is, 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 they ask you for ridiculous shit. You know what I mean? 
Well, I, I, I mean, I can I guess I understand why they feel that they have to follow a certain group of characters to kind of give the movie a sense of heart. Let's I think guess. About it. Has there been a realistic disaster film made? Can you think of one? I'm sure Armageddon. Armageddon is the most ridiculous concept of all time, and even Ben Affleck's pointed it out on the comic. Volcano. Volcano. What? No, because again, Tommy Lee Jones is dodging fireballs and shit. Like, I'm talking about. Know. I'm talking about. Yes, the disaster scenarios are all accurate in those films, but has there ever been a film with an accurate human portrayal of how people would react to said disasters? Independence Day. <laughs> okay, there you go. No. <laughs> I mean, no. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, though. There's never. Been I mean, I'm. I'm sure. Heavy, the... heavy rain. <laughs> or hard never rain. Never seen that. Hard rain or whatever it was fucking called. There's two of them. I'm joking. The uh, you know. There's what a I'm hard talking? rain and a heavy rain. I'm talking about the Christian, the Christian Slater fucking Morgan Freeman thing. I think that's hard rain. I think heavy rain is Michael Douglas as a detective. Is there a movie called Heavy Rain? I, I believe so. Yes. Did you know, my mom called me this morning. She's like, hey, what's happening with Michael Douglas's son? And I was like, I, do, are we finishing a conversation that we started that I have no <laughs> I have no frame of reference for? Like, who the fuck is Michael Douglas's son? She's like, oh, that kid Cameron Douglas, like, he's going to go to jail for, like, heroin possession or something. Uh, you knew about that? Yeah. I was like, I, I mean, have, I don't know the details, but I yeah. was like, I have no fucking clue, mom. My mom loves that celebrity shit. She goes, you know what she does? She reads those gossip rags, like Us Weekly. My mom does the same shit, man. Yeah, but you know what my mom... Dude, my, I get so many fucking so, arguments with So mom. do I, but here's when my mom takes it a step further. In New York, they come out on Wednesdays, right? I think it's a new magazine release day. But they come out on Tuesdays at the airport. My mom drives to JFK, parks, <laughs> goes into the concession, buys the magazines, and goes home. My mom drives to the airport to buy a magazine. Can't wait a day. Nah, man, she wants to buy. It's like comic, Think about it. If comic books came out on Tuesday, twenty miles away, would you drive the extra? Back in the day when you'd been into comics, I would have. Uh, depends on how close it comes on Wednesday. You know what I mean? To get them the whole day early thing. I just think it's funny that my mom. Yeah, yeah. My but to fight the airport traffic and security and going to people. That's an awesome. Jesse, you are the link master general. Bringing us back to airports, bringing us back to air travel, bringing us all the way back to volcanoes and being stranded in Europe. You lived in Alabama. Excuse me. You live in Alabama. You you like that, by the way? We I brought A little. It was re- we rewound that shit. You can do that with anything. You can be talking about fucking... Pulp Fiction and I was go going to A to D. Family. Yeah, man, it was a st- it was a stream of consciousness type thing. We just got to do a little bit of a jazz session. Call me Satchmo Cohen. Um, <laughs> I timed that, folks. For, uh, you can't see, but I timed that. Jesse was about to take a sip of soda, and I I know what my Jesse likes, so I fucking I uh, okay. Regardless, uh, Alabama, L.A. I've lived in Long Island, Vermont, Manhattan, L.A. Uh, do you th- do you believe in the concept of like there being a right city for you, man? Like, th- think about this: the average human being probably sees two percent of the Earth before they die. Okay. Do Do you think Do you think somewhere out there there's a place you're meant to spend your life? Well, I, well, I, I wouldn't say meant to. We had that conversation on the phone. I don't believe in meant tos. Okay. Uh, but I think there's certain places that people fit in better, whether it's their job or lifestyle or whatever. I don't, 
I don't know if the city is for them rather than for their way of life. I watched, um, and this is you're a special case because you're you're a genius, but and you and you're, you're thank you you're you're oh you're one of the great artists of all time, but you're taking a little sabbatical right now. In the history of Jesse Rivers, this will be like, and then Jesse went to Alabama. They got his shit together. So you're not involved in this analogy I'm about to say. So don't get offended. But in that doc, okay. we watched. I watched that doc um, called "Tales from the Script." Me and Jesse both watched it, and it yeah. was really good. And in it, uh, someone makes an analogy going back to Saving Private Ryan about that first beach scene. Now, I'm not using that with screenwriting. You can almost apply that to life about how there's always an opening wave and people are going to get mowed down and shot down before they even get off the boat. And then there's going to be the people who get on the beach a little bit further, then they get shot. Do you think necessarily... Now, I, I, I have a lot of friends, and this is, again, removing you because you're, you're, you're a beautiful, beautiful superstar. Thank you again. I have a, I, I, and and disproportionate amount of people that I know who have, who have who lived in LA since I have lived here have have left already or in the process of leaving. It seems two years seems to be the 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 time frame on if you go to LA you try to make it. If you don't, two years you get out. Now I don't removing the industry aspect of that. Do you think that could be just about like man tons of. I see you not you don't believe in meant to bees again. I don't. You don't, man. I, I, I kind of do. I really do. I kind of think I kind of think it's a gift to all those people who leave in two years because they know it wasn't meant to be. They know that LA wasn't where they were supposed to live their lives and that their perfect life no, hell, hell their no. perfect no, life is still out for them somewhere. Are we gonna get into another philosophical conversation because it's let's get into a mini let's get into a mini one, man. Like why not? Okay. Because if if meant to bees happen, then you have no control over anything, and that means that something is controlling it. That no, something it, is it's, saying it's that not, this is meant to be. It's not okay. Not meant to be in the sense of fate or destiny. Meant to be in the sense that if everything goes right in the world, that will be the outcome. So maybe, as opposed to looking at it as a meant to be, look at it as a perfect, a perfect outcome to a scenario, if you will. Yes, but when does a perfect outcome ever happen? A lots of people have happy lives, man. Maybe not perfect. I don't think they got the perfect. Maybe not perfect, but uh, hold on for a second. There's a uh, drug bust going on. Okay. It's Is done. your door open? It's done. No, man. My fucking windows are paper thin, wafer thin. Just a thin little wafer. <laughs> it's just a thin, thin wafer. No, I couldn't eat another bite. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a Monty Python thing. <laughs> Um, and they're like, okay, sorry, I'll stop now. Um, meant to bees, man, like, I, I just, I, 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 in some kind of weird, the universe has, 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 has some kind, not a plan, and not a path, but a, a natural harmony with certain things. Al, um, uh, Mozart, maybe, maybe Mozart wasn't meant to be a famous composer, but but damn it, when when Mozart found composing, that was the universe. That was the universe becoming right, if you will, almost. That was the clouds parting and the light shining through. In kind of a moment, you know what I mean? Okay, but you don't think that? I mean, okay, maybe Mozart is a bit of a extreme example. But let's say LeBron James. You don't think that there was somebody that had <clears throat> just as much talent at the age of fifteen? 
as LeBron James had, but didn't have the same opportunities or didn't okay. have the same exposure. I agree with that, but 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 so maybe so, but but who knows what they have in store for them? Like here, let's take another case. What if LeBron James didn't pursue basketball? Exactly. Okay. He could have been just as good as something else, or he could have been. Uh, you really nobody. think so? About what? As good as LeBron James is at basketball, do you think he could possibly be that good at anything else? Well, that, not now, that, no, but, but if he would have put the same natural talent, man, natural. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, I don't. I, 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 believe, I think I believe, natural can only get so far. I believe people are born with an amount of natural talent. It's you're you're born. You know what I mean? Either you have it or you don't. In any aspect of life, with everything. I, I believe there's. Now, a hint of something there, but you have to develop it. You, you know, of course, you have to develop it, and there's discipline, and you have to teach yourself, and there's yeah. always learning. But without that first natural burst of talent, it doesn't fucking matter. LeBron James was not okay. can't be a race car driver because he wasn't born to be a race car driver. That dude was born to play basketball. Some people are born to make movies. Some people are born to fucking die old and alone. Like I just, why'd you do? That? Why'd you do that? Uh, I noticed somebody was calling. I wanted to try to end it before. Oh, right on. I um, don't know, dude. And not in not in a philosophical sense, but in in a sense that like, in a sense that like, I think we cut off so many avenues in our lives. How because, so? Because of dreams or preconceived notions. It's like, dude, there's an entire world out there. Like, yeah, I want to be a filmmaker, but who knows that? Who knows that tomorrow I don't discover something that 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 I that I want to do more, or you know what I mean. Well, that, I mean, that would be great. Well, I don't know. Maybe it would be great. Maybe it wouldn't. But maybe you would find something that you wanted to do more, and maybe it would be easy to get into, and maybe you were better at it. But you, I, I don't think that you wait to see what compels you to do a certain thing. I mean, I think I was compelled to do film. I think you were compelled to do film. Um, I'm and compelled if, to do if, paper. I changed that shit. <laughs> do paper or or fucking digital paper man whatever i want to write oh writing yeah like i i don't got the filmmaking bug so much anymore i i wish i could get rid of it you got a cure yeah man work on a couple film sets i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> uh no i just i prefer i like the life of a writer man someone someone the other day uh I don't know, someone who I'd never really met before was like, so what do you do? And I was like, oh, you know, fucking whatever, I, I, I try to do this. So they're like, oh, so you do, like, the fucking whole artist thing. And they like they were like, I dig that. And I was like, yeah, man, I dig that. <laughs> I dig that, too. Like, I'm just, I'm very happy with where my life has put me. But at the same sense, if it's something felt wrong about it. Okay, here's an example. Um, Before I started smoking pot and before I got all cool and shit, I wanted to go into the family business because it was the easiest thing. It was guaranteed a lot of money. You know what I mean? It was that sort of a path. It was, I was going to go to Cornell School for hotel management and then move to Vegas and work for Steve Wynn and fucking, you know, make my way up in the <laughs> casino industry and shit like that. Dude, that never would have happened. And if I had You tried, don't know that. Yes, I do because I know myself, man. That's, the, I, I'm not, that's not who I am as a person. And if I tried to do well, that... Well, not now. It never would have been, never would, never was, never was that person. And if I had tried to do it, I would have failed miserably, just like college. I talk to my parents now, I should have never attempted to go to fucking college. I Based agree. on my high school experience, like, that was a ridiculous, 
That was a ridiculous expectation to have. And maybe, maybe that's what it's about, man. And I hate that we're on a fucking philosophy jaunt the last few episodes. Why? It's fun. It's fun, and I think we're both fairly depressed <laughs> right now. And we're not, neither of us go to therapy. So, like, this is... In, 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 it sucks to say it, and I apologize to the fans, but in a lot of ways, this is our therapy session. You know what I yeah. mean? Like our weekly cathartic, like, I hate everyone and I want to do this. or Like, dude, that fucking documentary put the fear of fucking something into it, me. It, 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 there, there's no... Because it's, no... like, it's like, even if you make it, then that's when the fucking rape really starts. Well, if you don't direct your own thing. If you don't direct your own thing, yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess if you do direct your own thing, it can still happen, kind of, but... Maybe not as much, but if you're a writer, that I mean, that's kind of part of your job I description. Just, yeah, but it's like, are you writing to make money, or are you writing to tell stories? Which kind of a writer are you? You know, either Cause it, or. Because at the but end, the, at the studio end of, is making movies to make money. Yes, that's the shitty part of the business where that where that aspect comes in because there's a purity in the writing. I feel like, at least in my own writing, and I hate to sound all fucking like me. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 to me, to me, it's about telling a story. There are certain stories I want to tell. It's not about what actor you could attach. Or, and I think it's the same for, same way for you. And like, yeah, it would be cool to see my movie. It would be cool to see a movie get made based off one of my scripts, but only in the sense that like I want other people to see that story. I'm proud of that story I came I agree. up with. I mean, I, I was, I was like that before, where I just wanted to write and give it off and let people do what they will. But once I kind of realized that it wouldn't be what I wrote, that's when I got into directing. I think I like directing more than writing now. Really? You would direct other people's stuff? If I felt a connection. I mean, I wouldn't do it just to do it. But, I, feel yeah. like, I feel like I bring nothing to that, man. Why? You've, you've never read a book that you would want to adapt? That's writing. Well, yeah, but okay, let's say somebody else gets the rights and adapts the book into a screenplay and they want you to direct it. You wouldn't do it because you didn't write it. I wouldn't do it. Right. Are you asking me right now? If I got a phone call, like after we, hang if you up, were, if you were successful, that's what I meant. If I could, if I knew how to direct, then I would direct, but I don't like, that's the yeah. thing. I have no interest in learning how to direct. I don't know anything about fucking lenses or this or that, or, you know, I don't know from that stuff, man. I worked on a bunch of movies. I still don't know the fucking term <laughs> terminology. I was trying to talk to someone the other night. I'm like, that big screeny thing you put so the, <laughs> so the light reflects, you know, like the thing you put it up on the metal poles. The guy, the grips, put it up. I was like, the grips, you know, the grips. <laughs> what am I talking about? The flag. A, a scrim. A flag. A scrim. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Out in one ear, fucking gets a little. That's not really a director's job, though. I know, but that's movie set shit. I don't care about the minutia, man. I like I like the fucking story aspect. That, but and I realize that's always what drew me to it. Even seeing Pulp Fiction, if you def if I say Pulp Fiction is the movie that made me want to become a filmmaker, it wasn't the visuals or how cool it was. It was the fucking dialogue. It was what it was the context. That's what it yeah. was. You know what I mean? That's the thing that but, excites but, but me. But you seem like a pretty visually savvy guy. I mean, I think most people that's been in the comic books for a while 
kind of oh no totally i could like storyboard my shit but when it comes down to actually executing like i I just don't think i have don't want to take the time to do it yes i don't yes patient enough yes exactly i will i would love to delegate to a dp like i would love to be like (laughs) i would love to tell a dp what to do in every shot like that i you know what i mean but i wouldn't like to be a dp why you have to like read light and like do this, and it's so it's so, <laughs> it's so technical, man. Like writing because you have to work. Writing a story is the opposite of technical. It's like the oldest thing we can fucking do as human beings. Like we've been, you know what I mean? Well, what do you mean by technical? I think it's very technical, very structured, very. I don't want to say rules based, but, but if, if you impose that on yourself, I'm talking about the act of writing is is the most uh, cathartic, natural. It's just like here's what's inside of me. Now it's outside of me. I don't need to measure shit and do <laughs> math to figure that out. You know what I mean? Filmmaking yeah. involves a lot of math. Maybe that's where it comes down. Maybe. I'm so fucking bad at math, dude. I know. Let me walk you through it, and I've re- I've finally you know some. Uh, there's an autistic lady named Tender, not Tender, uh, you know, Temple something. They made a, sh- a movie about her on HBO with Claire Danes. Oh, the, I saw previously. The horse yeah. lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I listened to an interview with her the other day on BBC, and she's she's pretty highly functional autistic. So she can literally describe her brain process to you, which is kind of amazing. Yes, it is. I think I finally figured out how to describe my brain process on math because I, I've started been paying attention to it. Ready? Oh, on math. Okay. On math. Let's say it's uh, I'm trying to figure out like what's twelve times fucking fourteen or whatever. So in my head, I do, I go to visuals. I do one two x one four and a line <laughs> and a line. Right. Okay. Here, here's what happens. So then I'll do okay. Four times two is six. Four is that, and then this. By the time I get to the second line, I forget what all the numbers were, and I forget what I was doing. Yes, because you you you're that's going ex- the wrong that's way. What I, I forget what the numbers were, and I forget what the point of I, it was. I tried to explain go, this to you go, a year and a half ago. I just ago. go, oh math. Like that's what happens, dude. I I, <laughs> I get confused and I forget in my own brain. It's like. <laughs> if, if I asked you what twelve times twelve was, you couldn't tell me right now. No fucking way. Can it, all right, what if I asked you what's 12 times 10? 12,000. 1,200. Matthew. 1,200. <laughs> 1, what's 10, 12s? Just add a fucking zero 20, on top of it. 20,000. I don't fucking know what 10... I don't know what three twelves are, man. Who the fuck should... What are, okay. But 10 is easy. 24, 36, 48, no, okay. all right. 60... Something. See, I, I get fucked up because then you got to carry over on that next one. I can do. If this. somebody gave you twelve ten dollar bills, how much money would you have? Twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at you, but uh, I'm glad you're not an accountant. Wait. <laughs> Hold on. If someone gave me ten twelve dollar bills, what was it? There's no such thing as a twelve dollar bill. Right. But if somebody gave you twelve ten dollar bills. Let's, okay, so ten ten dollar bills. Okay, one hundred and twenty dollars. Yes. Yes. So think of it like that. So twelve times twelve. Think of if it somebody like that. gave you it took 10. me ten minutes and I got it wrong eight times. <laughs> But I mean, if you, if somebody gives you ten ten dollar bills, you have a hundred dollars, correct? Yes, but 
instinctively know I would have said a thousand, dude. And I would have said a thousand like five times until I had stopped and literally in my mind visually been like, here's a $10 bill. Here's another $10 bill. Okay, 10 of these can't equal $1,000. That's what I did. I, I, I don't the, know what it's, to do. It's the numbers that throw me off. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> what else is math about? It's a fucking foreign language, bro. That's that's literally what it is. It's like, could you, could you, um, you're speaking fucking French to me right now. But, okay, you don't speak French, right? No. Neither do I. But if someone was like, that's a bad, excuse me. That was awful. That was like, yeah. If someone was like, je m'étais pipiti, and then pointed at you and gave you a little come here motion, you'd be like, okay, they want me to come. I don't need to know what they're saying. They want me to come over near them. Right. Okay. That's just happened when you gave me the 10, 10 things. All that other bullshit went aside, and I was like, oh, this motherfucker wants me to count 10 $10 bills. <laughs> <laughs> I dude, I just hate math, man. I'm not a fan. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to turn this into a math class. It it's just, okay. I'm not a fan. It amazes me sometimes. It's I amaze myself sometimes, Jesse. I, I think I asked you what seventeen plus twelve was, and Get you couldn't the tell fuck me. Out of here. <laughs> Thirty-eight. That was my first guess. A top of my head, like if we're doing an ink ink blot test, go give me another one. I'll do the I'll do the Rorschach. I'll guess on them. Thirteen plus twenty-two. Forty-two. I'm just guessing off the top of my head what it could be. Yeah, but it's not. Oh, I'm probably close within a few. 35. You were seven away. Okay, it's close enough for me. Close enough for you. Yeah, man, because I don't ever got to deal with math. You know what? You know what so I what, if somebody, what if somebody was giving you some change and they forgot to give you $7? You'd flip the fuck out. I'd be fucked. No, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I w that's happened before. You know what I do? I have to like go home and write down, like take a piece of paper and be like, okay, I had twenty bucks. The thing cost three dollars. I gave like I, it, I have to work it out like a five year old. You know what I mean? There is no part of my brain that understands math at all. I don't understand time. Like it extends. Okay. It's not just counting and shit. Like anything dealing with numbers fucks me up, man. I mean, I don't mean to laugh because it's not funny, but... It is funny, though. It is funny, though. I like it. I don't mind. You like it? Why do you like it? I don't mind what it. What good comes from I don't... It? What bad comes from it in this day and age when my fucking... If you lose $7 and change. iPhone has a calculator. But I don't lose $7 and change because it says it on the fucking register. It says... You know what I mean? That's why. It says you give them 20 bucks. It says how much change you should get. And plus, I usually pay with a credit card. Okay. You know why I usually pay with a debit card? To be sure. So I don't have to deal with fucking math. Yeah, man. Because when I got... You've seen you've seen me... Maybe I didn't... Uh, my OCD has been pretty good since I've been living out here. Did I ever do the wallet thing near you? Wallet thing? Okay. I have... I, I, do you know I have OCD? Mm-hmm. Yes, very much. Okay, but it used to manifest really... But it, I, it used to be count... I mean, I still do counting things, but it used to be, like, bad ones. So I used to always... Uh, for years and years and years, if I was out, like at a concert or a movie or anywhere, every 10 minutes or so, I would pull out my wallet, count all my money and put it back in my pocket because I had, because money, because I would, I would wind up getting home at the end of the night and be like, where the fuck did my money go? And, and, 
I because I'm so bad with math and that it extends to money management. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty rough. I'm that bad with math that it extends to like money management. Totally, like if you like, yeah, like if you give me ten bucks, I don't know but where you, it'll but, go. But you don't realize that if you have ten bucks and in four hours from now you're gonna have to spend six dollars to eat that you don't need to spend seven dollars before you eat. I don't even know what you just said. <laughs> when you, I swear to God, Jess, when you threw in the seven, my brain turned off, dude. I was with you for a minute. You threw in another number. Okay, all right. I can add. I can add two single-digit numbers. Give me a. I can't add three single-digit numbers. Okay, I'm. I'm, I'm gonna give you a. Okay, I'm gonna tell you a story. Yeah, and then okay. And then, you go. And then let's you, get off this subject. You go out. All right, you go out to a fish concert or whatever. You okay. you, you go to the mall or something. Okay. Um, you got ten bucks. Okay. You got a ten dollar bill in your wallet. Ten dollar. You're bill. supposed to. $10 bill in your wallet. You're supposed to meet somebody at Burger King in three hours. I mean, are we doing a real and, life? Are we doing a real life hypothetical? Well, because I'm already it's hypothetical, out because, so it's not real life. So yeah, but I'm yeah, but I'm never gonna like I, I my shit's never budgeted down like that. You know what I mean? I'm never on my I'm, last I'm, 10, I'm never simple, on my last ten dollars. I understand that, but I'm trying to keep it simple for you. I'm just bad at math. No, that's why I'm so cheap though, and I don't spend any money. Is because it's it, it's it's because I don't know where I can't understand where it goes once it goes. I mean, I don't I don't want to out you or anything, but all the money I've seen you spend, you don't care where it goes, except for food. You don't like spending money on food. Yes, which is odd, right? Because you don't keep it. Is how yes. you explain it. Yes, because it's not. But also keep in mind. Uh, yes, it's not smart how I do that with the, with the spending on money on certain shit when I want to, but I know that I know, but I know that I've got a, I've got cushion room for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I was down to a budget, like I, dude, what the fuck is going on? When I used to live in Vermont and shit, I remember the yesterday I was thinking about it last night because uh, I was watching some commercial and there was someone mentioned beer. I used to fucking, like, trade in quarters to go buy burgers at the 7-Eleven, like, the f supermarket burgers. Like, I used to be down to $5 every day of my life for, like, two years. Okay. And that was because I was an idiot, man. Because you spent the rest of it? Because I spent all my money. That's why, like, people say being cheap is a bad thing. And, like, yeah, it's not fun to go out with a group of friends if you're cheap. But, like, I've, I have fun. I'm fine with it. I'm not fucking broke. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not living. It's not, you know what I mean? Well, you you have to understand your limits. I mean, I mean, no. If you're if you're if you're if you're living check to check, of course you're not going to go out to a five star restaurant and order a fifty dollar steak. But sometimes you can go out and eat a fifteen dollar meal at Applebee's. I had there once, man. It made me sick. Well, someplace else then. Yeah, like uh... it was an example. I'm sure Applebee's doesn't make everyone sick. TGI Fridays, I can do. All right, TGI Fridays. I like them more than Applebee's. Oh, okay. Uh, and then I tried the Chili's place once, but that was pretty gross too. Ruby Tuesday. Never heard of it. Really? Is that is that only Southern thing? Maybe. I've not. Might be. Like the like the Stone song. Yeah. 
Yeah. She would never say or the Spanish or, she or the Spanish cover it in Children of Men. She would never say where she came from. Where is that in Children of Men? When Michael Caine dies. Yes, the I don't think I've ever noticed that. Don't matter. When it's come, yeah, as Michael Caine's dying. Why are you singing like a Dracula? No, because it's it's like a really guy. It's a heavy Spanish accent. She just can't be. But are you singing it in English? Yeah, to a life that won't be gained and nothing. I have, I have it on my I have it on my iTunes. It's from Children of Men. The Children of Men version. <laughs> Goodbye, Ruby Tuesday. Who could hang a name on you? When you change, you don't it sound Spanish. Day, still, I'm gonna miss you. That's how it goes, man. You sound German. I sound like a little bit of everything. I'm, 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 I'm from around, is what I am. You're a melting pot. So you, you're happy about the James? Let's get to geek stuff, Jesse, because that's what they want to hear. <laughs> They're like, fuck this math stuff and what you want to do with your lives. No one cares. Talk about what we can hear, what we can read about on the internet on any website. So there we go. Uh, James Bond twenty three canceled. You obviously don't care. Not not really. But you should because it's your fucking boy, man. It's, it would it would have been Sam Mendes. Was it was Sam Mendes going to direct the new James Bond? Yeah, yes, he was. Is that not who you were talking about? You talking about Daniel Craig? Yeah, I meant it was the reboot Bond. Yeah, I mean Sam. I mean Sam Mendes doesn't. Fucking action, but Sam Mendes was gonna direct the new James Bond yeah, movie. Yes, he was. Wow, maybe it's a good thing. I think he stopped show. developing the Preacher movie to do it. Was Sam Mendes gonna do Preacher? Yes, he. Where have you been? <laughs> like the you fucking American, the Mendes? American Beauty guy. Yeah. Why on earth would he take on a geek franchise? I don't know. It wasn't his last movie the fucking divorce thing? Revolutionary. Well, technically, it was the way we go. Yeah, no, he don't. Need, I don't that, he doesn't need to do anything other than fucking character dramas, as far as I'm concerned. Like that's what he does, and people like him for it. Road to Perdition was a graphic novel, wasn't it? Yeah, but yes, but it didn't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> what are you that's talking like, about? That's like so is History of Violence, but those two could have been novellas. There's nothing about those that needed to be comic books. Okay. Those were straight ahead stories, like you know what I mean. Right. I don't. Right. I don't. So no, I don't think the medium benefited those stories. If 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 you'll take it like that. You're saying no supernatural aspects. No, I'm saying I don't think the medium of comics benefited those stories. I don't think they were particularly visual stories to tell. I can't argue. I haven't read the books. You know what I mean, though. But like you've seen, you've seen the movies. Yeah, but can I you, mean, can you imagine the history of violence? Come like, why would there be a comic for history of violence? But Old Boy was a comic, was it not? It was a manga. Same thing. Uh, it was a... an illustrated graphic. Yes, but that I agree. Well, that I can see actually. There's a lot of visual aesthetics in of that movie that 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 you know, like, you know what I mean. I don't think the visual things from the movie came from the comic. I do. I've like never, what? I've never read the manga. Probably the hallway scene. Probably the fucking the style. Like the just the stylistic fucking. I've actually got it. I I wish I had. The you, you have the old boy manga. Yeah, it came with the the big ten edition of old boy. Right on, man. Yeah, I'd be curious. I mean, I don't know, but re- regardless, uh, like Sam Mendes doing an action. Okay, 
on that same subject, Joss Whedon doing the Avengers, man. Like, and I know I'm gonna get fucking slaughtered for this, but like, it's not like I don't like it, but it it doesn't do anything for me. I I think it's it's more of Marvel trying to say we're trying to do it right Joss rather Whedon, than to just Joss give it Whedon to a big. Has directed two films, to my knowledge, to date: Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Serenity. He didn't do the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. He didn't? Yes, he did. Uh, he did. I don't I'm pretty so. sure he did both. Let me look. Uh, I, I know he wrote it. I don't think so. I think he just did the TV show. No, you silly, silly man, you. Let's find out. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Cre- no. Oh, wait. No, that's the... Hold on. Let's see if he wrote the movie. Hold it. Christy Swan. Okay, so it wasn't directed by him. Maybe you're right. No, written by Joss Whedon. I was right. He wrote the movie and the TV show. He, he wrote the movie? He adapted the TV show from his own movie and completely changed it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Like, I'm not a Whedonite, man. Like, I just, I just, I like Firefly in a passing sense that I watched every episode once and was like, all right, that was fun. But, like, I just don't, I don't, I don't get the cult of Whedon. I don't think they're. I don't. Because I don't, I, I, I don't, never watch. I don't think there's. So. I don't think there's anything stylistically unifying, or even even story wise unifying, for there to be a cult. I I don't. I can't see like what a Joss Whedon fan sees. I don't get what Joss Whedon's appeal is. Maybe that's what it comes down to. Enough that I don't understand how there can be a fan base as ra- as adamant as it is. I agree. Um, like Buffy, Firefly. And you know more so than me. I haven't Buffy, seen Firefly. Buffy, Firefly, X-Men comic, and, a, and a, another vampire, another girl comic called Frey. And that, as far as I know, that's the only thing Joss Whedon's ever done. And it's a, it's a pretty big fucking movie for and him. The to... Dr. Horrible blog. Like, yeah, they're, they're basing this. The last thing that dude directed was the Dr. Horrible blog. Which I, did, I didn't even see. And they're like, it's a fucking musical with Neil Patrick Harris. And they're like, you know what that reminds me of? The Avengers. <laughs> it's just such a weird, it's such a, it's such a weird, like JJ, yeah. JJ in a heartbeat, I understand that. Okay. Oh, yeah. People put JJ and Joss in the same league and I don't fucking get that. Like, I don't get how Joss Whedon is even... Like, yeah, he made a couple cute shows. Like, there's a bunch of TV shows that aired that... I like G versus E. I don't know who made it. I don't know what to tell you. Like, Chris Carter doesn't even have as big a following as fucking Joss Whedon does. And Chris Carter created two of the best TV shows of all time. What's the second one? Millennium. What's the second one? X-Files and Millennium. No, 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 no. no. What's the... You can't say Millennium is one of the greatest shows of all time just because you're a fan of it. Millennium. It lasted, what, two seasons? Three, and it's fucking awesome. It's awesome. Everyone likes Millennium. <laughs> if people gave Millennium a chance, they'd like Millennium. I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people gave Millennium a chance. Completely out of context, I met Smoochie the Rhino the other day and didn't realize it until about 20 minutes after and wanted to fucking kill myself. Met who? Michael Rispoli. He's I don't in, know who that he's is. He's in Kick-Ass. He's from Sopranos. He was smooth. He was Spinner. Oh, uh, yes, yes. I he, do know who that he is. He was Spinner Dunn in Death to Smoochie. Yeah. He, was Mo- he was Moochie the Rhino. He was the one that got killed. He was the retarded boxer guy who they put the costume on who banged the tambourine. I, I spoke to him for like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, bullshit, and then I walked away and was like, Moochie? 
<laughs> but did, did you know who he was while talking to him? No, I did not. <laughs> from from anything? No, I did not. Oh. I, it, it, it struck no bells, you know what I mean? Okay, well, about the Josh, I, I can kind of agree with you on the Josh Whedon thing. I, I don't Wait, get what are you, where the what are you, what, What's his name? Is it not Josh Whedon? Oh, I thought you called him Josh. Oh, well, yeah, that sounds completely different from Josh. There's an H. And it ain't even, <laughs> it's not even silent in this case. I know that you're not a huge Christopher Nolan fan. I'm excited for Inception. But do you think he'd do right by JLA? Are they talking about Nolan? No, what? No, 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 what? No, I don't. No, I think that's the, the single worst idea in the history. He's of, he's in on it. I think that's the single worst idea in the history of filmmaking. You didn't hear about He's in on it. What are they going to We're going to get a 20-minute origin story about Martian Manhunter could be real? Like, <laughs> like I don't... You know what I mean? The Flash is now like a heroin addict. I, I don't need... No, I don't need realism in the fucking Justice League. There's, I, I, I don't think he's directing, but he's on Superman and JLA. They're aliens that fucking live in a watchtower. One of them's name is Batman. And one of them, dude, it's, no, like, retard, no, 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 no. <laughs> Doesn't need to be rebooted. Doesn't need to be made real. We don't need a gritty. Rebooted. We don't need a gritty JLA. Where's it being rebooted from? Excuse me, we don't need a gritty... I mean rebooted in the sense that, like, rebooted like every other franchise into, like, hey, remember everything we loved about that movie? Strip it all down, make it real. Because that's what people want. (laughs) They want real. James Bond can't have gadgets, he's got fists and guns. Like, dude... But I'm sure he understands that. Really? I don't know. I saw Dark Knight. I don't know. I don't think that dude understands comic books. I don't think... I do not think Christopher Nolan understands comic books. I think he's a wonderful filmmaker, but I think he has zero grasp of fucking what makes superheroes superheroes. After watching his Batman films, he has no clue. That's what Batman. Works. Batman is he has sort of grounded he in has reality. No clue what works about that character. About Batman? Yeah, man. I don't like the Dark Knight Batman. We've had this discussion. I like. But... I prefer. You know what? Bat, my dream Batman is. Honestly, at this point. Tim Burton. Nope. Written by Kevin Smith, portrayed by Michael Keaton, circa 1989. I think Kevin gets Batman more. And this isn't okay. Obviously, like people are gonna fucking call foul on that. But if you've read fucking Gyre, man. Why should Batman be the most depressed, brooding guy in the world? It's been fucking 40 years since his parents' death. He's going to crack a joke every once in a while. He's going to smile every (laughs) once in a while. He's not inhuman. He's very human. He's the most human of all the superheroes. I agree. And yet writers treat him as, as Kratos. Kratos? From God of War. You know what I mean? I mean, I know who Kratos is, but how are you... Or Odysseus, or fucking whatever, whatever gruff, fucking revenge-filled, angry, like, that's not Batman. If anything, that's what drove Batman initially, but since then he's become... he's He's a fan of humans, man. He likes life. He protects it. Otherwise, he doesn't... It's not just a weird fetish thing. Nolan's got... You know what I mean? It's not all about fucking brooding. It's a lot. I mean, there's a good... he. Okay, man. It was about brooding until he adopted a fucking 16-year-old acrobat. And then it was about, like, 
what? And then it became about, oh, Batman and Robin. For a minute, it was about, like, huh? Um, that's, that's what the Batman character is. It's not those first five years. Like, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not, it's, that's, it's, it's Batman and Robin, man. It's, it's a okay, well, who, all right. Well, who would you want directing Batman? Who would you want directing Superman, JLA, Avengers? I'm leaning in very close to the mic. I'm sorry. I realize that, yes, that doesn't I'm, translate. Yes, I'm, I'm waiting for you to say fucking link later or something. What the fuck you? I'm not that stupid. <laughs> okay, I'll get, how about, how about my, my favorite filmmaker in the world has happened to, out of his five films, f- excuse me, out of his six films, four of them are superhero films. Why not give that guy a shot? Fucking Guillermo del Toro? Where is his superhero film? Blade, 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 Blade Two. Excuse me, he didn't do Blade One. Blade Two, Hellboy, Hellboy Two. I wouldn't count those as super. They're comic book films. That doesn't make them superhero. Hellboy is not. Hell, wait, by definition of su- superhero means means pa- like hero with extra powers. Super means like more than. So it's a more than regular hero. Blade is a fucking vampire, and Hellboy is the son of the devil. How are those not superheroes? Okay, but those are not traditional. Yes, they are. Super, we're, 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 we're talking. talking we're talking traditional. How superheroes. is Blade not a traditional superhero? He's a vampire hunter. He's a fucking superhero, though, man. You don't consider he, you don't consider Blade a superhero. No, he. By definition, he may He's be a, a superhero. But hero, I'm talking yeah. about the traditional. Cape and fly like what, up in the, the sky. Shitty fucking Richard Donner movie, dude. Traditional superhero movies blow dick. But you don't think that's what Superman should be? You don't think Superman should be a traditional superhero movie? I don't think he is the traditional superhero. I don't know what a Superman movie should be, dude. That's a fucking oh. I, I don't. I don't think there should be a super. I don't think you can make a good Superman movie. You know what else? I don't think you could make a good a good movie of. I was someone was talking it? about remakes the other day. Clockwork Orange could never be remade. And speaking of which, let's take a little visit back to the last Saturday night where Brendo and Matt had a very special encounter with a man named Alex DeLarge. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Matt Cohen, and welcome to the world's first very, very high, very, very unexpected (laughs) surprise Brendo Man Minute. Brendo, take it away. What's up? This is Brendo Man. Hold the phone. Do a minute. Okay. Okay. Do your mitts. What's up? This is Brendo Man. We're watching Clockwork Orange. Where are we? Downtown LA? Yeah. No, don't ask me. This is your minute. I'm oh, you're not allowed go, to talk? I for a fucking half hour. Okay. Well, Matt's not talking, so um, we're, we're watching. <laughs> what? What? Oh, like that? Okay. So we're at downtown LA for um, Devil's Night Drive-In. They do a drive-in once a week. And we were watching, uh, what? Matt's punching me now, I don't know why. Um, so Clockwork Orange, um, is a pretty crazy movie. I haven't seen it in a couple years. The last time I watched it, I think I was in Wisconsin with my brother. And we watched a lot of movies that summer because it was so hot outside. We didn't want to go outside. Tell him how hot you are. I don't know what he's talking about. Um... Jimmy Moore might be with us in the car right now. So, um... With you in your brain right now. In my brain. Um, so we're watching the scene right now where Alex is invaded the health farm 
and he is assaulting the woman with the giant um, phallic sculpture, which appears to be a, a penis attached to an ass. What are you talking about? It's a dick with balls. No, the back looks like an ass. No, there are two balls. No, it's like a butt. Are you being serious? That's what it looks like. Isn't that like a... I guess it's balls. I always thought it was an ass. Holy shit. You don't think that's an ass? I don't know. Because it's like a person... I don't I guess that would be a weird place for balls. I always thought it was balls. I'm sorry, go on with your minute. <laughs> okay. So we're talking about the penis balls ass sculpture. And... Um... I think, how long have I gone? This is fucking boring. I know. What? Which the haters were right. Okay. The Brendo Man Minute isn't fun. Well, um, I didn't. You kind of just sprung it on me. Matt literally shoved the iPhone in my face, so I don't really wasn't prepared here. But um, we were talking about the ultra violence of of Clockwork Orange and what a shock it must have been at the time. And how, if you liked Clockwork Orange back then, you must have been a really cool person. Sure, and that would have, I would have liked to get to know you. And um, so that's pretty much what's Ten, going on. Nine, eight. All right, this is Brendo Man. Back to you, Matt and Jesse. He's so fucking high right now. Back to you, Matt. And, back to you, Jesse, and the most attractive, most talented. Most charismatic guy in the podcast universe. You know who you are. Call me. I love you. Thank you, gorgeous. I, I, uh, I'm, ju- I'm just as big a fan of yours as you are as mine. <laughs> um, Jesse doesn't understand because I haven't played him in a minute. Jesse, I just spoke to myself. No. I just spoke to myself. I'm on Brendo's Minute, man. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a Matt Cohen presented Brendo Man Minute. And I'm guessing it's about a clockwork orange. We're at a clockwork orange. It's more about Brendo being really high. And, like, don't believe... <laughs> he says it a few times. He's, folks, he is astonishingly high in that, in that minute. In that minute. <laughs> and, like, I hope his bosses are listening. Because fuck you, Brendo. Why? It's 420. Celebrate it. It's a fucking plant. It's just... It's 420 then. Well, it's just a plant. But it can't grow freely. I'm singing. It's a song. At least not in this place and time. I'll stop now. It's Did you pl- write that on your own? No, it's a, it's actually a song. It's a Keller Williams song called It's a Plant. And then the chorus goes, So whatever you do, please make sure it is the right thing for you. But if you pass, please allow us to roll around the grass because it's time. It's 420, 24-7. A little bit of guitar. Bow, bow. 365. <laughs> 420 247 365. That's Jesse. Today is 4:20. How have we not mentioned that? You know why? How? You know why? How we have not mentioned that? Why how? The reason why how is because it's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> I think we mentioned it a year ago. And 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 I'm sure like I've gotten I've gotten tons of very lovely Facebook and Twitter sentiments and emails and text messages and like yeah I love pot that don't mean I'm 420 guy like. The person who loves 420 is a person who doesn't smoke pot normally. Like, you know what I mean? It's it's silly. 
I don't smoke pot normally, and I don't care about. Are you are you compelled to smoke pot today for some reason because it's four twenty? No, not because it's four twenty. Maybe because I want to. That's but... what I. Okay, so you're a normal human being. The majority, <laughs> the majority of these four twenty celebrators are are operating under the the assumption that because it's four twenty, they should somehow smoke more pot, or you know what I mean. Okay. It's like arbitrary. I mean, I don't get it, but okay. It's arbitrary pot smoking day. People are like, hey, man, what are you doing for 420? And I'm like, same thing I did for 419 and 421. Like, (laughs) nothing special. (laughs) It's Hitler's birthday. I will not celebrate that. Good for you. Or George Takei's birthday. I will not celebrate George Takei. Why? I'm kidding. I'm a big fan of George Takei. He's a great human being. Hasn't he? You're not a Howard Stern fan, so you probably don't know, but like... This whole Takei coming back thing, the second half of George Takei's career started, Stern used to have him on the air. I think you mentioned that once or And, and then he, came, he came out on Stern. And then once Takei came out, he's been embraced. Like, George, like, he's on Heroes, he's in commercials, he's doing all these movie parts and stuff. You know what I mean? Good for him. Or what's good for him? Goof are you. That's goof are you. What's that from? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Jerky Boys. You ever listen to Jerky Boys when you were younger? I had a Jerky Boys album. Did you have the one with the lawnmower? That's of my with the guy trying. I, to, I don't really remember any of it. He goes, um, he's like, if some some lady's trying to sell a lawnmower, and the Jerky Boy calls up inquiring about the lawnmower. It's so retarded. Uh, he's like, is it one of them push and pulling mowers or, or the kind you ride on? And, and it's like an Asian guy on the other end. He's like, oh, it's a, it's a ride-on. He's like, you is a lazy bastard, ain't she? <laughs> he just keeps saying that. You is a lazy bastard. That shit was kind of funny, man. It's in a Beavis and Butthead yes, kind of way. Like, yeah, it had its moment in the early night. Just like, yeah. just like Beavis and Butthead. Like, Beavis and Butthead, have you ever tried to watch it now? I tried, yeah, I did. Awful, right? Doesn't work, yeah. <laughs> I was never a fan of the television show. But I will say that Beavis and Butthead Do America still holds up as an extremely well-done funny flick. I haven't seen that recently. Oh, it's good, dude. Like, it's it, it's good. It's it's almost as good as South Park Bigger Longer Uncut as far as, like, uh, comedy. Uh, you know what I mean? Animation. Adult animation, if you will. We really haven't had that many Bebe's kids. We don't die. I don't even know if that was very... Adult. We don't die. We don't die. We multiply. Wasn't I think that, that was kind of a kids' movie with a couple Wasn't of cuss words it? in it. Was that it? Yeah. We don't. The little die, baby with Tone Loke. We multiply. The baby. Tone Loke. What happened to Tone yeah. Loke? <laughs> I don't know. Do you know that entire movie is based off a stand-up routine? Hmm. You knew that? Yeah. By the dude, Robin, whatever his name is, right? Yeah. Robin. Uh. Whoever fucking Fuck, what is it? whoever the fucking guy from Baby's Kids is, I got on some. He, he was in a house party. Yeah, yeah, you knew. Oh, I didn't know that. That's from a stand-up routine where he took his girlfriend's yeah. kids to an amusement park or something. You knew that? What is his name? You are a font of information. Robin Givens. It's that's a lady. Robin Quivers. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, that's Robin from Howard Stern. Uh, Robin Hood. No, I don't think it was Robin Hood. Are you looking up? Yes, I am. Because I have to know. Did you know Antoine Robin Fisher? Robin Harris. Did you know Antoine Fisher wrote Antoine Fisher? Yes, I did. I learned that in that documentary. 
<laughs> kind of a soft spoken. I didn't know he talks like that. Kind of, yeah. Kind of, <laughs> kind of a soft spoken guy, isn't he? <laughs> Sounds like Terrence Howard. I mean, it's, Your it's, version of it's, Terrence it's worse than Terrence Howard, dude. Because Terrence Howard at least <laughs> Terrence Howard. Okay, here's the difference between Terrence Howard and Antoine Fisher. Terrence Howard's whole thing is about being cool and masculine, and and he's a pimp. He, yeah. He don't care how we talk. It's all just poetry and jazz and rhyme. Antoine Fisher, I think, is a gay man because his was 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 low key and whispery, but also <laughs> highly effeminate. He was like, I was a security guard working at the Sony Studio lot. And I went home to discover my... F- Am I wrong? It's not quite that high-pitched, but But yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of weak and wisp... Like, the weakest voice I've ever heard in my life. Like, yeah, like, I, like I'd like not, to hear him yell. Like, he's not... He yelled, hey, don't do that. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, I'm Antoine Fisher. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know he wrote, like I said, it's not that high pitched. He, wrote, it's, it's he, he yeah. wrote he wrote ATL apparently. Not apparently. He that's a fact. He did. It was apparently to me because I was not aware of there being a film called ATL or the fact that he wrote it. <laughs> cool story though, man. There were a bunch of cool stories in that doc. He had a cool story. As far as like hard working guy, he was a security guard at the Sony lot. Apparently, I don't know what I've never seen Antoine Fisher, so I don't know what it's about. But apparently, it's, it's it's about him. Something he had some cool. He had some interesting life story, and when he got back from he like he didn't know about his family or something, right? Well, I mean, he was adopted. And okay, so anyway, when molested. he so in real life, when he went out to find his family and came back, like some executives at the lot who would walk by him every day were like, "Hey, man, how'd it go?" Because he was gone for a few weeks, mm-hmm. and once he told his story, they they were must have been like, "Kaching." <laughs> Like Antoine Fisher's eyes, like got replaced by. I don't. By I don't dollar, think it made that much signs. money. You know what I mean? But that's got to be the executive motivation on everything. Well, it said he wrote over a hundred drafts. I don't know if I believe that. He wrote over a hundred drafts. It said that in the doc. God, what he said he wrote over a hundred drafts. What did the first draft look like? I don't know because I mean the movie is okay, but it's not spectacular. Um, did you know? That, that, speaking, I mean, it's, uh, people haven't seen the documentary, but whatever, it's interesting. Did you know that chick, Guinevere Turner, mm-hmm. ro- ro- you knew she American wrote, Psycho. you knew she wrote that? Yeah. Do you know what I know her from? Kevin's movies? Yeah, and she fucking yeah. Mal- Malcolm's friend. I didn't know she, I had no idea that. that you didn't that, see Go Fish? No, man, I'd never even heard of that. Yeah, Go it came Fish. out with Clerks. That's, that's how they know each other. I, that's cool, man. I had no idea about that. That she was. Right. I didn't know she wrote Blood Rain. Neither did I, and I loved her. T- I loved her fucking story on uh, on Uva. She called it like the worst movie ever made, and she she said she was the only one. Like she said, she handed in a draft. Uva Bowl called her up, demanding a draft. Like fuck you, you're disgusting. Where's yeah. the script? So she busted one out, and she said he got a call. He was like, "Okay, we shoot tomorrow." She was like, <laughs> "No, that's like a nasty draft, dude. Like a, a rough outline." Yeah. She said he, he. She said she handed it in, and he took a crack at writing it. And then after he got done with it, they gave it to the actors. Let them take a crack at writing it. And and Uva doesn't speak much English. She said after she was like, Uva took a crack at writing it, and Uva doesn't speak much English. Yeah. So, <laughs> um. Yeah. Uva. At least I found out how to really pronounce it. Yeah, I always thought it was U V. Really, I thought it was Uwa. No. 
Like, how do you pronounce Carrie Elwes? <laughs> Did I get it, kind of? I think it's Elwes. Carrie Elwes? I think. Dude, I was all, I was all like, watching this doc, I was like, man, William Goldman's a cool fucking dude. Yeah. I was like, I told you to get his books, dude. I, told I was you like, funny. yeah, I was like, I heard, I was like, he's so well respected and, and like, he seems like a fun guy. Like, I did check his IMDb. You know what his last movie was? I don't know. Dreamcatcher. William Goldman just got uh, fucking yeah. canceled out because that is horrendous, man. Dude, no. I mean, I understand that Dreamcatcher is horrendous, but Princess Bride is his best. I would say Princess Bride is his best. Would you? Uh, I really like Princess Bride, man. That's good to me. Didn't he write all the presidents, man? He did. I never saw it. Uh, it's pretty fucking good. You know um, who? Else, you know who else came off like the fucking who? Could, uh, let me ask you. We watched the same documentary. To you, who came off as the coolest human being that they interviewed? I was really, uh, I was really surprised I too because I had no idea. I don't know. So much so that after we finish this podcast, I'm going to go dig up the mist and listen to the commentary. Dude, Dar- Darabont's the man. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know he was such a cool guy. Like, such a cool... Like, uh, I don't know how to describe it. Like, he's got fucking intense. Do you not watch, like, extras on DVDs? No, not really. I listen to commentary <laughs> sometimes. Like, I stopped. Uh, yeah, man, who knew Darabont was so fucking cool and, and realistic with his shit, too? But what, what do you mean? I mean, why do you? What did he do that was so cool to you? Just his whole attitude, man. I I, I pictured him as someone different. I didn't think he would be kind of a, a hip. He seems kind of like a fucking head, like an old hippie or something. You know what I mean? He's not a square. I always thought Frank Darabont would be a square <laughs> for some reason, because of Shawshank and then the Majestic, and he does a lot of dramas and yeah. shit. But nah, man, he's like a fucking geek kind of. Like, you know what I mean? A king geek. I mean, dude, th- like, there was that story about how they wanted him to change the ending to the fucking mist or whatever. Yeah. He was like, no, like, no, like, I, like, he walked out. He was like, I've had that ending in my head for 20 years. I was like, Frank Darabont developed the mist for 20 fucking years. I, lo- <laughs> I love Frank Darabont. Like, that's passion. You know what I mean? He he doesn't work that often. That's passion, yeah. And the only time he does work, he tip- he is the only good Stephen King Adapter. Yeah, yeah. That's what he does. I mean, he's made how many films? Five? Shawshank. What's the fifth? Shawshank, Green Mile, The Majestic, The Mist. Maybe that's it. And. Do you know I of another? Do you know of another? Yeah, man. I'm on the fucking. Not, oh, I'm down with Darabont. Um. Yeah, I, 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 I fucking. Uh, who didn't. There's someone who came off like a fucking asshole on this thing, man. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't David Hayter because I think David Hayter came off pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. Someone came off very right. unlikable. The Spielberg guy I wasn't so huge on. Josh Friedman. Yeah. Kind of. But only right? only because he hasn't written a movie that I like. What did he write? War of the Worlds. And War of the Worlds. Uh, chain Reaction. Uh. A lot I mean, of smaller I think sci-fi. Any, anyone who wants to be a filmmaker, anyone who wants to be an actor, anyone who wants to be a writer should definitely go out and see this documentary. It's not the most well-made thing in the world, but like it's got a lot of really, really great insights. Yeah, it's just a bunch of interviews. It's got a really, it's got a lot of great insights in there, and and you find yourself like there's a guy who wrote The Grudge one and two, and it, yeah. he popped up on screen and it said The Grudge, and instinctively I'm like, oh fuck this guy, 
in the garage. <laughs> and then he said, I've written 36 screenplays, yeah. and the garage was number 25. And I was like, you poor baby. <laughs> I want to hug you. I want to hug you. Like, you know what I mean? Suddenly it became like, no, like, he's not the enemy. The industry is. Like, that's, a, it, you know, it's just funny, man. I, f- I figured you would get turned off by all the rewrite talk. I mean, I knew about it, but yeah, it's scary, dude. It's scary. Once you ter- once you sell a script, like it's it's gone, you know. They yeah, sh- they, well, sh- yeah. they strip mine. They, they strip mine it for what they like and shit like that, you know. That's the scarier part, is when they just take like one element of your script and rewrite the entire fucking. There was that dude who had written um, that spec for Disney. You remember, the guy who wrote Motorcycle Diaries. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney, Disney, the shadow thing. Yeah, Disney was like, write a movie yeah. about shadows, and he was like, yeah. what about them? They were like, they just go, and write, <laughs> and, and write. <laughs> um, you know, you know what I mean? Just yeah, it's 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 scary, dude. But let me ask you: Did it make you not want to be a writer, or did it make you want to be a writer even more? Neither. If anything, it's- I mean, I'm. I mean, it's just it's it's the same. I mean, I don't I don't do it for money. I don't do it for fame i don't do it because i like movies i mean no yeah totally no it was the latter for me actually if anything this movie re re reaffirmed the fact that like i'm not trying to do this for money or fame or anything like like i'm setting on a path right now that is not an awesome path theoretically even if i make it it might not be the most fun fucking life in the world you know what i mean well, well, see that that's that's kind of the part that kind of got me upset, and it may be because I'm not making any money doing it right now. But there's something about every single job that you're not gonna like. But if you're still getting I mean, paid not, for not doing like, what not, you like, not to do, like, not like this, man, not like this. Like this is such a specified. Like there was one guy who'd written like seven directed DVD films, and you say fuck him, but I, I, I feel I he he went to therapy. Yeah, he went to therapy. He's been that close to the crown seven fucking times and missed, man. Like, can you imagine? Because at a certain, you saw your first play, you felt you saw your first screenplay, and then you, you realize you're a commodity. You can be paid for your words, and that thrill is over with. Then it becomes about y- your words. Your words become more precious than the money paid for them. I would think. At least. Oh I, yeah, but you can't. I, I don't. I don't think it's a. And I may be wrong, but I don't think it's necessarily a get down and depressed kind of thing. I mean, if if he's writing these generic action films and well, he's yes, making a he, living off of it, he is a specific fucking. He's a different case because he's writing, yeah. he's writing stupid action movies. This guy looks like, you know what I mean? But he well, yeah, but I mean, he can do something on this if he wants to do something uh, with more substance. Do that, but you're still making money doing what you like to do while you're trying to do the other thing. I guess, man. It's just it's 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 tough though, because it's such an it's such a personal it's such a personal thing, and then all of a sudden, the most personal thing in the world becomes the most public thing in the world. You know what I mean? And yeah. and it gets changed and shit. Like it's not it's not a it's not a glory industry. Like there's no fame. There's no fucking. Ad- I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily fun. There's no. Ad- I mean, it's fun to write. There's no adoration. Yes, exactly. Because the only reason I want to be a fucking writer is because writing is the most fun thing. Is the only thing that is easy for me to do and fun. But I think you have yet to write something personal. It's I don't it's have fun writing. Per- I don't have anything personal. Well, all my when shit, you do, it, all my it's shit's kind of, kind of personal. My new one, yeah, but I don't got anything. I'm not that dude, man. I don't. I look. I'm not Roger Ebert. 
I, I think video games can be art. I don't need deep fucking <laughs> deep emotion to, to enjoy something. You know what I mean? We've established just... this before. I like shoot 'em up. As a piece of as a piece of pop art, I like shoot 'em up. I, I, I wish I had a direct line to Roger and I wish he could still talk. Because I would be like, Raj, do you think fucking Andy Warhol was an artist? And of course he would say yes, because he's old guy. You know what I mean? Of course, you know Roger Ebert would call Andy Warhol an artist, right? Probably, yeah. Yes, knowing Roger Ebert. If, if Andy Warhol taking a fucking picture of a can of soup and painting it green is art, and someone spending five years crafting a video game isn't, fuck me. You know what I mean? No, well... You said we were not going to have this conversation. I mean, that shit offended me. It's too late to get into it now. I mean, let's get into it for a few minutes. I think, uh, I think our audience will fucking have my back on this, man. Like, I, I just, they might. I think a he picked the wrong fucking venue to drop that bomb on Twitter. It's not like it's not like the internet is filled with sixty-year-old fucking Truffaut fans and shit. It's idiot kids who like movies, like me. I'm an idiot kid who likes movies. Well, yeah, but it okay. Like, like I told you, I, I don't think video games are art, but not for the same reasons that that he gives. Anything, Only... anything one person purposely crafts to elicit an, emotion, an emotional response from someone else's art. If I take a shit in my toilet right now, reach into my toilet and rearrange my shit and take a picture of it, that's art, man. If I would, I don't, if I don't, I'm intending, we've if had the we've had I'm the in, art if conversation. I'm intending something by it. That it's about intention. That's what it comes down to. It's about intention. Madden is not art. I agree with him. Heavy Rain certainly is. Final Fantasy certainly is. Uh, God of War even certainly is. Okay, but what I am talking about is. Steven, I, I India, think, Indiana Jones doesn't have any deep fucking... Can energy. I talk? No. You're giving examples. Let, let, let me give side. my reason. All right, man. Go I'm not it. taking... I'm, I'm taking Ebert's conclusion. I'm not taking his reasons or his side. But I think art is... True, intention. I, I, I think it has to do with intention. But what, what are you doing? Art. Why are you doing that? Art. This is art. That's art? I'm showing you no, it's not. nipple. Put it down. Okay. <laughs> I'll if it, I'll put it away, it's staying up though. <laughs> okay, put it away. <laughs> if if you if you put out something that can be changed to the user's discretion, that there there's there's nothing there that you are trying to get across. What do you mean can be changed to the, to the user's discretion? Okay, if if you if you go look at the Mona Lisa, that's a piece of art, correct? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a piece of art. Yeah. Okay, you go look at the Mona Lisa. Okay, you go up and you you draw a little mustache on it with a magic marker. It's ruined. It's no longer art, correct? No. Because that's what? not. Because that's not what the artist no, intended. No, now it's art. Now it's art with someone fucking drew a mustache. Now it's there's vandalism on top of the art. Art is it has nothing. To, what? No, man, that doesn't change the art itself. No, but okay. What I'm trying to get across is a video, especially video games like Grand Theft Auto, where, where you can not free. Art. Not art. I'll agree with you on that. Not every. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Not every video game is art, but to say video games can't be art, as the title of your article, missed. I'm going all the way back. I'll go. I'll take us to fucking Shadow of the Colossus. How about a little bit of you know what I mean? Like the fucking it it, it goes on even on. Okay, 
if 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 Indiana Jones is considered art, then Uncharted could be considered art. Anything with an, a storyline that that en- engages you and excites you, or makes you laugh, or makes. But if it can be changed, I don't think it is. Storylines can't be changed. I'm talking about cutscenes. Cutscenes are what make. I, that's what I'm talking about. Storylines can't be changed. Okay, okay. That I'm I'm talking about playing. But that I don't I don't see the distinction in that. It's interactive art then. I I, I don't know about that. I if. Have you if played you Shadow, can do have you something on a video the, Have you played Shadow of the Colossus? I have not. Incredibly beautiful game. Have you heard of it? I have. A beautiful game, meaning aesthetically, like, that's what everyone... It was these tremendous fucking eight-mile-tall monsters that you had to climb and shit, and it was the most amazing... It, it, was, it was breathtaking, that game. That's pure fucking art, man. Like... art in the Because tr- it looks good? In the truest sense of the word? No, it elicits a reaction. Like, like, uh, Grand Th- yo, Grand Theft Auto is art. You know why? Because they give, <laughs> they give you the opportunity to do, to, it's the opportunity of intent. It's, 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 it's um, the artist intent, the Mona Lisa, right? I can look at that painting and say, oh, that bitch is frowning. You can look at it and say, she's smirking. We both, yes. Okay. I can go in Grand Theft Auto, a guy can walk by me, I can shoot him in the head. You can go in Grand Theft Auto, he can walk by you, you can do nothing. It's what yes. you, it's what you make of the art. See, that, they, that's they, where they, I say... They almost oh. give you the palette to make your own art with the, within the art. You know what I mean? It's, exactly. it's, it's yes. a whole symbiotic yes. interactive It's a, it's a blank thing. canvas. Okay, I will agree with that. It's, it's a blank canvas. It's not a blank canvas. But it's you... an 80%. It's a finished canvas, but how you view it depends on you. No, it's it's what you do with it, and there's a difference. Because if if you look at a painting, or you read something, or you see a movie, or you hear music, or you're whatever, talking, talking it may affect you you're differently. Talking the, you're talking about the difference between subjective and objective. Okay. Is that so, yeah, I can see what you're saying. In a, in a way. But I just don't agree with that. I think I think performance. I think engage. I think there can be engagement in art. I think perf- improv is art. I think, and that's just people interacting with. You know what I mean? It's about intention, man. It's about it, it, it's so hard to describe. But what if that intention is changed? That doesn't matter. It's all about the original intention. It's about the art. I, I disagree it's with that. It's about the inception. Excuse me, not intention. Inception. It's about the intention that goes on during the inception. If you want to even go fucking crazy with it, it's about what that person was feeling when they created whatever the fuck it was, and what they were trying to do with it. But if you can change stuff in a video game, that's okay. We just there's said you a could difference change, you creation. Could change, you could change stuff in a movie. You could change the entire script. You could reshoot. You could change every scene on the day. Does that mean a screenplay is not art? But but once that comes out, does that's that mean a screen? Does that that's mean a screen? Does that mean a screenplay is an art? It's unfinished art. Really? I think so. I I disagree. I think my screenplays are very fucking finished. Whatever people do with them after is up, <laughs> are up to them. But, like, I know what the beginning and end of my screen. I've created a piece of art. How people choose to dissect that or do what they will with it. That's 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 them, man. That's the fucking viewer. That's that's the uh, the audience, if you will. But that art, the, that art doesn't change because of how people view it. Not because of how people view it, but if the people that the art is intended for can change it for themselves. I think it 
can't be considered art. It it has to be experienced. Really? It what, doesn't have what to about be. this? Uh I give you a sculpture. Right? And it's got it's one of those weird art decoy sculptures that you can I, I put it down sitting base up on the table and you take it and you turn it over on its side. Is that now a different piece of art? Is it is it not art anymore because you changed it? Because it moved? No. If the artist intended it to be viewed from top side up and you flipped it upside down, is that no longer art? No. Exactly. I mean, exactly. Oh, no, it's exactly what? Exactly. So if an artist puts something in a video game and you flip it upside down, it doesn't change the intention of the artist. But to say that video games aren't art, you can't say that the people making it are artists. What are they then? What, what do you mean? The video game pre? I'm, I mean, people that draw, people that graphic design and... Is a writer, okay, is a writer an artist? Yes. Is it, okay, so why isn't a writer of a video game an artist? Someone writes a screenplay for a video game. No, honestly, I'm not how saying is, that, how is the, how that is every it, person is how not is an artist. How is a video game screenplay not art? It's unfinished art. What does that fucking mean, dude? That's ridiculous. Okay, if 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 you've What's got a blank unfinished tent... art, one person, it's one artist, one artist, man, one artist. Other people can't finish my one art. artist. Other people can't finish my. Yes, they art. can. That then that's not art. That is a movie different. an art. Hundreds of people make a movie. Is movies not art? It's a collaborative art form. Okay. It's an extremely collaborative think... art form. Video games are a very collaborative art form. You just said one guy, one guy. I'm talking about the guy who created the game, the the the, the 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 guy who came up with the game. You can put it all on, but after that, just like a screenwriter. So there there are multiple levels of art going on in a video game. There's the person who first created. They are aspects of art in video games. I don't think you can. There's no, gameplay is not an art. There's no definition to fucking art, man. Except for Art Garfunkel, who was a dude. His name was Art, and I think it was short for Arthur. To tell you the truth. Sure it was. I don't even think there's any arts. You ever <laughs> known a guy named like Art Johnson? No, man. That's what I'm saying. You can't, no, but I'm, you can't put a label sure on it. Jesse, your beard, yeah, I, I, your, yeah, your yeah. goatee is art to me. You know why? Why? It makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. I'm glad. You know what else? What's that? I got a note for you. You know what that says? But I don't have to go to school tomorrow. Nope. It says I'm Matt Cohen. And I'm Jesse Rivers. It's been bagged aboard and it's been art. And what? And, and real. Thank you. Goodbye. One, two, three, go! Stay tuned for more Bagged and Boarded. The best part of waking up. For more Matt Cohen, check out CamelToadProductions.com or follow him on Twitter at, at CamelToad. For more Jesse Rivers, check him out on Twitter at Jesse Rivers. Brendo Man can be found at his website, brendoman.com, or on Twitter at, at @brendoman. As always, check out all the other Fred Entertainment podcasts and Smodcast podcasts. And remember, Rome wasn't built in a day. It took like 400-something years. Bye. You've been listening to a podcast from a site called Fred.com.